Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50% to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello, fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Welcome to Playful Podcast, your guide into the underground scene where we discover topics on kink and electronic music every week. Don't forget to subscribe to not miss out on our next episode. I am excited to be here together with Theo and Victoria, better known as Brutalismus 3000. They hit like an explosion just before the pandemic with their new Gabber hardcore post-techno-punk. And we can easily say that it blew the internet away. The success was so big that the first live gig they ever did together was in front of 2,000 people. Getting to know them is like kids getting into Charlie's Chocolate Factory. Nothing is ordinary, everything is big, and you get so many surprises. The difference is that they just don't give a fuck. As you may know by now, Brutalismus is also on Playful Magazine's latest cover that is shot by Sven Marquardt himself, the mega talent, which is also why I'd recommend you to get the actual print copy from PlayfulMag.com. It's iconic and something that will never come back. In this interview, we get to hear how Brutalismus fueled their creativity, worked together in the studio, what created their success, according to them, the journey up till today, and to be frank, we just get to know them as persons. So let's get to it. So you met each other on Tinder, right? Yes, yeah. In Berlin? In Berlin, yeah. It's always the, the fast answer to this question. It's like one word. Tinder. <laughs> what a they good should commercial. write us like yeah. checks by now or something. Yeah, we thought they should write us a check or we write them a check. We, d- we didn't decide it on that yet, yeah. but I think they should write us a check. Yes, of oh, course. You make commercial for them. Commercial. <laughs> next, t- next time I'm going to say Bumble. If they don't, <laughs> if they don't write me a check, I'm get, I don't give a fuck. <laughs> like, uh, I don't know, like, what's the word? Um, we are making creators meet or something. Like they could yeah. have a whole campaign. I wouldn't Slow do it, down. but they could ask us. Yeah. I wouldn't do it. Yeah. So if you listen, Tinder. Yeah. No. Just do it. Yeah. <laughs> just do no, it. No, I mean, depends on the check. I'm. I have no integrity. If it's much money, I will do it. 
Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, yeah. At least I, lo- I love the honesty. We, mm-hmm. we don't pretend to be nothing we're not here. We live in a capitalist. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's nothing to me. <laughs> <laughs> but how long time w- ago was it you met? Four and a half years. Mm-hmm. And then we... We started dating like for four, five, four, five months until Later, we yeah, said yeah. like, okay, we're we're yeah. a couple now. <laughs> was like after it's a party, like casual dating, and then really yeah, was after a party, <laughs> and he he brought me to the bus stop because I needed to leave early. I was working the next day, and then we we decided on the bus stop. <laughs> yeah, I was like, don't worry if I'm going back, you know. Because I'm such a hot shot. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> but like, uh, don't worry. Um, I, I see this as an exclusive thing now. It was at the old Griesmühle, actually. Oh. The best place. Worst bouncers, but best place in Berlin, yeah. I think. Yeah, that was really nice. Yeah. But what did you do on the first date? We, went, we, we met at two in the morning in a, in a bar <laughs> called uh, uh, Papa Bar or Vater pa- Bar. Vater Bar, yeah, yeah. in Neukölln. And then was like a couch. It was like two meters high until he told me he always wanted to sit there, but it was so awkward. It was really awkward. And our, our legs were like this, and I'm also yeah. the, like the tallest person. And then I felt like... I was like moving <laughs> like all the way, like falling <laughs> and down. And then we decided after 10 minutes to sit somewhere else. <laughs> then it was not awkward anymore. It was a good first date. Yeah. I think. <laughs> oh, nice. <laughs> mm, so, yeah, the swiping can work then. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, sure. But, like, before you met, how was your separate musical journeys? Um, for me, I, I mean, I've been producing 10 years, maybe. So, quite a while for my age. And, but nothing ever, like, was as serious as this so far. It was like, I actually started when I was 16, because all my friends got into minimal techno, and I hated it. I hated all of techno, actually. When I was younger, <laughs> I was, like, really edgy. And then I was like, I can do this shit in, in like, a minute on my iPad on GarageBand. Like, why are you listening to it? And I just wanted to prove myself that it's stupid music, you know? And then I started doing that, and I was like, hmm, it's kind of fun. And then I got more and more <laughs> professional equipment. And I'm not that that's bad. The, that's the way I, I started my music because I hated it. <laughs> but what did you listen to before then? I was really, at this time, it's hard to say, I was li- like really, I still am into punk. And at this time it was probably like Kanye West and stuff. Like I, I was really, I'm, all my life I was into Kanye West music, not the person, but the music. <laughs> person yeah, can be difficult, but Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And, I like, I don't know, at this time, I, I changed from emo to punk to hip-hop to, to like, everything in, in my teenage years. I saw a very fun video on you. I think it was on your private Instagram or something, where you are, like, playing really intensely and your mom or someone is in the kitchen. With my grandma. A yeah. grandma is in the kitchen. <laughs> <laughs> You're like, <laughs> it's a yeah. t- such a, such a, a picture of of you, like, the idea that you are just, like, when you do something, you go all in yeah. and you don't care <laughs> just put it on and you just yeah. like it was like this go. old uh, piano like yeah. synthesized piano or something like really cheap <laughs> the track was called uh, uh, all the cool kids have ADHD because I have I really have ADHD diagnosed and I think it's such an ADHD video as well I'm like <laughs> like I, I don't care for anything actually it's just like this and very hyper focused moment and it's coming out soon in a different way <laughs> in a different way actually yeah I got the melody in a new yeah. track now and oh uh, really you are like recycling it yeah exactly. the, just the melody it always <laughs> oh. followed us we never used it for a track but it's such a good melody yeah, yeah. yeah. I think it's oh. the, the last track on our debut 
uh, like full length album that we're gonna work on now. It when still it takes a while. It takes a while. Yeah. When is it gonna be out? You think? End of the year? A big no, 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 no. We cannot say that, that's too early. We always say it's so yeah, early. Yeah, but like then it doesn't work out in, released, in an hour. An we hour released schedule. Atmosfera like a year ago, and that was supposed to be the first single of our EP Eros Massacre. Uh, and yeah. then Eros Massacre <laughs> came out nine months later. It's so stupid. It was like this is the first single, and then nine months later, the full thing. Yeah. <laughs> so I, I don't want to say anything now. I think no. I think this time we'll be more quiet and <laughs> we say... We try to be fast. But when we know it's coming, we know for sure, because <laughs> this time we also have a label and everything. Yeah. Yes. And you, Victoria, what's how's your musical journey? Mm, so I was always uh, into music, and as a kid I started to play the piano, but I need to admit it was... Quite unsuc unsuccessful. <laughs> You're not yeah. a successful piano player? <laughs> <Yeah>. No. <laughs> and, What um, does that mean? Um, like I was I was really like in a different phase of my life, but I really yeah. wanted to learn an instrument, so both didn't didn't work out together. Like even not even your parents wanted to hear you play. Exactly, but <laughs> they kind of actually they kind of forced me, but I was really not in the mood. But then when my piano was taken, because my father said he's not gonna pay any more classes. Because I'm not uh, rehearsing, he, he he took it away, and then I was actually quite sad. I remember this moment <laughs> <laughs> when they took my dusty piano away. <laughs> and then I no, got also in the school choir, and I also just went there to, to polish my grades because I was not so good back in school, so I did that. And it was also not so cool in this moment because I was already early teenager, The school but choir isn't cool? What? Yes, but <laughs> then actually the I quite liked it, liked it secretly. And I even had like a solo part in a quite big concert. So this was kind of a small, embarrassing accomplishment. <laughs> mm. And yeah, in general, I was always like in my young age, um, writing down a lot of lyrics. Like I was into Tupac, like still like kid, early teenager, writing a lot of lyrics down and his poems and Re reading them every day so I was always like kind of into that and the last years I was more into going to concerts and um, raving of course when I moved to Berlin so this was more my musical journey then and discovering the, the scene also behind it and also the experience of experiencing music mm. it was the first time recording yeah it was like the first time oh, yeah, yeah. it was just sure, in the yeah. bedroom with the sock on the on the microphone And yeah, super spontaneous kind of. Yeah. Um, oh, so sweet. Yeah. <laughs> But like, uh, when you 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 say you were in musical school, wasn't so cool. Like, who were you when you were growing up? Like, as a teenager. I think I was everything. Like, I started of being super into this hip hop, R and B phase. Like, really young when it was still like you know when I just mentioned Tupac, for example, and into his lyrics, and then after. It went to a punk phase and uh, kind of gothic. It's maybe too much, but also like kind of punk pop, like Avril Lavigne and like... Some 41. Like, yeah, exactly. Do you like have the same wearing. references? <laughs> like, it sounds like a little bit like a you have bit. the same... But I, I was like, because I'm younger, I was like in, in more in the emo phase. You yeah, know, that I was skipped. like... <laughs> this was like a very, I think, teenage-centered uh, yeah. space at the time, uh, mm -hmm. phase at the time. Uh, so, so that was like my main, my the last thing I actually remember where I was like, I belonged to like a certain subculture. Like now, I don't see myself belonging to any subculture, not even the rave subculture, actually. No. Like, 
but this was the last time. I think this is the only difference. And we Punk both and everything have the was skater, skater face yeah, also. Yeah, but like I actually skated. <laughs> yeah, but I did wakeboarding and snowboarding, wakeboarding, so yeah. it's kind of oh. the same. It's, it's even crazier, <laughs> I think. So, but then it also was like kind of anti-flag, and I don't know what, mm. what was this, what, what, what word is kind of... for your government, amazing music. <laughs> I recorded it with like a little uh. mobile phone from the CD. So just I could listen to it on the when I'm on a school trip or something. I had like a mobile phone with a 40 second. 19 uh, seconds was it back now? Uh, mine was 40 seconds oh, really? already. Okay. I had, the be- I had cool. a better one apparently. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, mine it's was like 19. 40 seconds of die for the government from uh, anti-flag. <laughs> Amazing. So yeah. Did you even speak about music the first time you met each other? Definitely, yeah, I yeah, think it was one of the first topics. I yeah. think it was tough at the time and like yeah. Deutsch-Amerikanische Freundschaft. Uh, the German like punk wave band uh, yeah. that was like our it's still one of our favorites favorite bands but at this time it was like both our main favorite band so yeah. this was like a really good bonding thing I guess I think what they did in the 70s I think that was kind of also new how they how they saw music and how they got into music like all the other punk bands at that time had a bit of a different approach, and I think uh, DIF did something really new, like with this really more fast, um, very violent, very, yeah, very, very violent, but music. like openly then, violent. It was amazing. Yeah, they were yeah. also playing a lot with violence, aggressiveness, and also with a lot of, um, yeah, how you can say. I mean, you can say Nazi aesthetic. <laughs> Not <laughs> definitely, it was, but we, it was. We wouldn't do that, but it was a yeah. it was a different time, like really yeah. how they all used it in, in a way. They were obviously anti, but they used it in a way of... Of aesthetics. Because yeah, they aesthetics like violence actually, yeah. and be vocal, yeah. and I think this is a bit... It's questionable, but it's... Not the Nazi, Nazi thing. <laughs> it was part but of the, the punk, um, <laughs> punk yeah. movement, too. Yeah. It was, to like, Sex Pistols, like, Sid mm. Vicious were, like, a fucking swastika, yeah. which is also... I don't really see the point in that, but, like, the no, whole the whole violence <laughs> aesthetic of DIF and all the... Like the other bands at the same time, I can I can see that, I can see that being a, a cool like provocative thing and also a thing you think yeah. about if you see it. But I mean, I don't know, I wouldn't do it now. I guess. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, me neither. <laughs> <laughs> not gonna go and stay to the swastika. That's no. <laughs> not a good career move. <laughs> this episode is brought to you by the Code, which makes me super excited as I'm a big fan of them and what they do. I bet you who are joining me in this interview and listening to Playful Podcast is just like I am excited about Berlin's club scene. Maybe you even live in Berlin and if so, you know that part of the fun is getting dressed up and ready for the evening. At some clubs it's even a necessity and in my case it always creates a tingling feeling in my body whenever I'm getting ready for a club and put that extra love to what I wear. This is why I'm so excited to tell you about The Code, which is so much more than a shop. I would say it's almost like a force. Not only do they work with so many independent local designers who are already part of the scene, but they genuinely love club culture, kink parties and techno. They have a beautiful space that's located just in front of KitKat. Convenient, right? The Code was launched from the Berlin fetish and club scene. And this is why they are authentically shining a light on independent designers and artists that are creating the aesthetics of the Berlin underground. 
Whether you're going to KitKat Bergheim or a private party, or even want to surprise your partner, the code is the space where individuals can explore and embrace their own kink, sensuality, and hedonism. Except the most fabulous and sexy clothes, the code also offers various jewelry and sex-related products. The code is a sex-positive space where anyone can feel comfortable stepping out of the norm, with respect, support, and without judgment. So whether you're new to the fetish and club scene or if you've been in the game for long, the code is the perfect place for you before you go out in Berlin. Thankfully, you, for you who don't live in Berlin, you can look at their website and on their social media like Instagram to find inspiration and even order pieces. And you'll get an immediate feel that this is something else. This is the place almost like a community for people who are passionate about club culture, fetish wear and techno. And you are invited in. And one thing that I really love about them, besides their support for local designers, is that they really see you when you're entering the store. They take such good care of you inside there and I promise you, you're gonna feel like a star. Therefore, if you're living in Berlin, celebrate the weekend a little early and go to their store on Köpernickerstrasse in front of KitKat to dwell in their amazing energy and get to look at and even try out some beautiful and handmade pieces. You're gonna have an amazing time, I promise you that. Thank you, the code. So, five months in, you got together and then how, like, how did it, the start of creating Brutalismus 3000 go? I think we just thought, because he was already producing and then we had at that moment, or we, we always had the same same style of music and it was kind of an idea out of, not out of nothing, but we thought because I, I grew up with three different languages, so we thought, because I speak one Slavic language, we thought it could be actually quite fun to incorporate this Slavic Especially language, which Slavic sounds language, also yeah. really hard and aggressive into into this music that we're into and also create something new i think this was a bit the main idea on the first song also theo was still singing and this one we never released but it's quite cool <laughs> oh no no the people will make us want to release it <laughs> yeah i'm excited no. to hear we were, uh, we were a lot into like ebm as well at mm. the time so it was like schwefelgelb or something mm. and then we wanted to mix that up and have like this really deep voice ebm german thing in it but i think it's really good that we're focusing on you singing. <laughs> I mean, I'm not bad, but like I can focus on production and everything. It's 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 better, I guess. You you don't feel so comfortable to sing. I mean, on stage I wouldn't probably. I feel okay, like when I'm when we're recording or something. I actually had a project where I was singing before, and it was like a post punk project. So huh. I never we never played live, but <laughs> yeah. Anyways, I think <laughs> now it's the first time I'm happy with the music I'm doing, and it's the first time I'm also really not trying to put myself so much in the front you know like i'm trying to just like produce and have my hand there and there and just do do whatever and then yeah and have vicky as like the the voice of it it's amazing <laughs> yeah. yeah oh do you feel the same way that you are finding your what you want to like did you ever produce anything before no 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 never so it's it your first really really the first time like we did this one song and we quite quickly or immediately thought it was nice so we were showing all our friends and 
then we had also a bit of the of the backup of our friends that they said also did that like it so we thought okay could be could be something we could develop further yeah. <laughs> we, we dream dream really really slow like really yeah. not high in the beginning that we were like oh. oh maybe we can play once a show in front of like for 50 people that could be crazy <laughs> I wouldn't do that. Yeah, now, we mentioned yeah. some clubs, and now we just said no to them. <laughs> We're like, True. it would be amazing to play there. And now we got the request, like, no, <laughs> <laughs> we're not gonna mention the club. <laughs> of course not. <laughs> yeah, <okay>. No. <laughs> no. <laughs> okay, but the name, like Brutalismus, it's it's it feels obvious. But is there anything behind three thousand or what? It's just, just sounded cool to us. <laughs> I think I think it's always cool to add a number after a word. So <laughs> it was also a certain time then, like in this, in this high tempo gabber thing that just like started to come back a little bit, but it was not really famous uh, at the time in Berlin, at least. And then that was a cool thing to say, actually. Like, yeah. I don't know, could be any other number now. Actually, like another number would be cool. I know, I don't, I don't know. <laughs> yeah, we're just gonna. <laughs> yeah, we're just gonna switch it. This was like, I don't know, 2001. Ah, uh, no. No, that's. Ah, uh, that's a, that's not good. <laughs> we need something more in the future, futuristic. Yeah. <laughs> okay, yeah, yeah. Keep to three thousand. Sounds yeah, yeah. We're, def <laughs> we're definitely gonna keep. It, I'm sure. But like you're, you are so in tune with each other. It's so, it's so great to see the the energy. But you are still so very different people, like personality personalities and characteristics and <laughs> like first time i met you i was like i was like oh okay we were speaking a little bit about it until you mentioned also before that you're it's easy for you to forget things and that's also part of the adhd yeah. and um, yeah how would you describe each other i mean i i can describe our differences more like yeah. that's a that's i think one of the biggest things is that i'm really i'm really like How do you say um, if you believe people? Like you know, I think I think Trust, if I'm trustful, if Trust, I if I yeah no, if I if I meet someone, I always kind of assume the best because like people that want some that really want something bad from you, it's just like something I don't understand so many times. So I'm like really open. I just like if someone asks me how much we earn, I just say it. Like not in an interview, <laughs> but I just say it to someone I see or something. It's stupid. And Vicky's like never tell anyone how much we earn or anything. <laughs> so Vicky's very more, very much more careful, which is good, of course. Yeah. And like in like. I also people, come from a different yeah. background, so I think yeah. it's just like my. I think that's the your main mother thing, comes yeah. from the socialism. You don't even leave a pen lying on the table because you think someone steals it from you. Yeah. <laughs> it's still like a, it's a thinking that you that you got growing up, but also I try to 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 tone a little bit down yeah, and I also mean. but like yeah, like we were working now with a lot of people in the industry and of course I'm always really careful with who we are working and I'm always questioning and He was quite quite open, and then we just I'm have just a discussion. Blind, I'm, just yeah. into <laughs> like, I'm like, yeah, sure, ah, maybe this person money. doesn't <laughs> want something good from us, so I'm always always uh, rethinking and thinking also things to the end. And I think this is the main difference. And then yeah. it's also a good balance for us because yeah, I mean, sometimes he thinks, yeah, okay, it's a good chill. Balance, yeah. And I'm like, ah, yeah, wait, maybe here we need to be careful. So I think, yeah, I think this works yeah. <laughs> pretty well for us. And it's definitely the main difference, I would say. Yeah, the one one thing, but it's smaller. It's like it doesn't yeah. matter, but it's doesn't like matter, you're yeah. superstitious and I'm really not superstitious at all. 
which yeah. is kind of like a contra now. It's, it's going back. <laughs> <laughs> it's a really like nice a one balance, thing. It's though. like I, I learned so many things that you apparently shouldn't do. Like, like if you cross, if you like cheering to someone, or like, ho- what's the name? Cheering, right? Yeah, yeah like, like this. Uh huh. <laughs> yeah, you can ever cannot ever cross. Like if you if oh. we're doing that with Vicky on a table, it takes like in half an hour because everyone has to be like, okay, now it's your turn and look <laughs> into your eyes. Your turn. So you're very superstitious. Yeah, yes. like because it brings so much bad luck or I don't know, so many <laughs> things that I cannot say. <laughs> like I'm just saying something. It's like, how can you say that? <laughs> we will die tomorrow if you say that. But now he's also superstitious. I, yeah, in the flying. I'm f- with fly- if I'm scared, I'm superstitious. Yeah, he does true. like a funny thing with my nails and he. Like this yeah, I, I touch every nail of the, <laughs> of the like fake nails. <laughs> but what if you fly alone? Oh, that's uh, that sucks. I actually know <laughs> I'm less afraid if I fly alone because I'm more afraid. Like, I mean, if something would happen, I would rather be alone. I think, mm. and like, then yeah, then also seeing Vicky suffering a lot, that would be that, that would make it shittier. Actually, the whole nah. thing. So. But usually we fly together. So. No, yeah, we always fly together. So it's Tio full of Sanax. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Fine. Yeah, well, yeah, speaking of the flying part, like now you're starting to tour pretty much. But it's also something you, you talked about that you said last time that you don't really understand people taking that much gig. Like, what are they going to do with all the money? Yeah, I mean, if it's like smaller DJs, or I, I can really understand mm. if they like just want to build some money. But some DJs, like I know the fees of some of them, and then they play like twenty shows a month. It's like fifteen, let's say. It's like how how do you need this? It's like, mm. but they really, I think they really really love it, and I don't love it. Like I don't love it to play three shows in a weekend. It's just not my thing, actually. Mm. Yeah, we. We are yeah. also a couple, so we yeah. also want to have some time together, and also we have a lot of friends in Berlin. So, do you feel we that have you no time? Yeah. yeah, yeah. Do you think you're ever gonna be pushed? Because there's probably gonna be people who you work with sometimes who want you to. They're gonna be like, if you want to grow, you wanna you you need to take more gigs, no. and you need to go to. Yeah, it happens already, but yeah. we just say no. Oh, okay, <laughs> I think yeah, with like it's really easy. A big part of that is that it like went really fast for us. Like we kind of skipped a thing. Like our our second show ever, or like our first real show was in Paris in front of like two thousand plus people. So we just skipped like a thing of really <laughs> trying to get a name, you know. It was yeah. like so yeah. we're not really pushed, I think, because we can just say no and it will not like do influence. something bad uh, yeah it would, mm. it would not influence our our career in a bad way i think no so i also think i so. mean and if it would i, I don't give a fuck it's, <laughs> it's oh yeah. Yeah, yeah 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 so nice to like have each other as comfort there also to yeah. be like because i think mm, it's easier to get influenced by other people around you <laughs> if you are yeah. not so strong together sure, i yeah. guess <coughs> i think sure. that helps yeah we yeah. we usually discuss the new gigs together when we get a proposal but yeah, now we're kind of full until end of the next end of the year. So and yeah. Yeah, but it's December, like not crazy. We want to take some time. Okay, we want to yeah. go to our home places, and we just said no. Like if, even if we would get a ridiculous offer on on Halloween because oh. it's 
Theo's favorite holiday, never we would definitely Halloween. say no, and it could never be all happen. the money in the world. <laughs> we would just say no. If you see us playing on Halloween, we <laughs> sold everything we stand for, and yeah. we are not ourselves anymore. We're just <laughs> empty shells. Yeah. If I play on uh, Halloween, what? I just want to be at home watch 80s horror movies. Mm. It's, oh, okay. It's, so it's that's an important day for me. Yeah. <laughs> Which ones do you watch? Oh, it's like you know, like uh, Nightmare on Elm Street, the classics, like the thing, or like 80s. I cannot watch really, really scary movies because Vicky gets too afraid. So yeah, it's like. But I uh, love the old ones as well. What so. is the Killer Clown thing? Killer Ooh. Clowns from outer, ki- space. from outer Space. From Outer Space. Okay, yeah. I don't really. All recommendations. <laughs> Ooh. Uh, Eraserhead. Yeah. Oh, Eraserhead is kind of tough. I wanted to say Hellraiser, but he Hellraiser. Ra- Eraserhead is also amazing though. And uh, that's Böse one until three, <laughs> until three, yeah. one, two, three. <laughs> yeah. Oh, a lot yeah. of good movies. <laughs> Do you, yeah. Are you also inspired by movies when you create music? Yeah, a lot. I mean, like Blade, it was very obviously in, inspired by the movie Blade. So mm. we even re- like we used the asset line that's in the very famous club scene in the opening. And then I wanted to name it Blade so people don't think we are acting like we're doing something original. Like, <laughs> like, like I don't like know. It was obviously an homage <laughs> to that. Definitely. And then, like, Crash 96 is also called because of the movie Crash by David Cronenberg from 96. Not the very, very terrible L.A. Crash movie. <laughs> the other one. Yeah. So I, w- I just put 96 to the name as well because that mo- the good one came out 96. Yeah, I think I'm, I'm I'm studying film, so a lot of the influence comes from movies as well, more yeah. more than music sometimes. And also, yeah, it works for lyrics, like some Slovak Slovak lyrics, because it's also my second or third language. Um, yeah, at some point the vocabulary goes out, so <laughs> yeah. I just watch some some artsy movies. I don't know, like on Criterion, and then I just stop and and and, and listen what they say. Daisy's, Daisy's movie is it Slovak? Yeah, yeah, that's amazing. Yeah. So, of course, you can also take inspiration from yeah. movies and from yeah, you should, you for should. titles. Yeah, you should. Yeah. <laughs> Everyone should, I think. Yeah, and oh, like yeah. When, you, when you create, what's, what's important for you to kind of deliver with your music? Maybe something like that. Yeah, I, it's like, I, I wouldn't say edginess per se, but it has to. I think like some people, when they make music, they should think about what they bring to the world that hasn't been brought to the world yet. Oh, that's tough. I mean, tough. you can, you can also <laughs> I mean, do... It's if tough, I'd be a new musician, I'd be like... That's really tough. Yeah. <laughs> that's it's, like it's a little bit arrogant as well. Yeah. <laughs> but it's like, I mean, you can totally also do like just EDM or mainstream music, which I sometimes even also like, actually. Um, but when we do it, it's, it's something like we started the thing and was like, we got into Gabba music and was like, okay, we don't have, we don't really have Gabba music with punk female vocals on it. Which and is also an important new thing, and also good like good, good vocals, vocals yeah, like <laughs> feminist topics and everything. Music is uh, really the, the vocals are really sexist, <laughs> so some Horribly, songs yeah. we would like to play, but we can just not play them. <laughs> yeah. I play a part and then just stop when the shitty vocals come in. <laughs> yeah, know, that but of course it works in every industry. You want to find a white spot, of course. That's first where you make money and also where you can grow. And also, yeah, this was a bit. We were a bit bored of the the rave scene at a at a at a special point. How would you describe point. describe it then? I think in the beginning we were quite enjoying it, but then we finally we at some point find found it a bit boring and slowly a bit overused. And we thought we could just bring a new spark in it. Yeah, it's, it's not overused 
Yeah, it's for some people it's not obvious for us. It is, but <laughs> yeah, it's like so, sorry. you know, just the, <laughs> no, 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 <laughs> just the same artist playing the same music, and mm-hmm. you cannot get really get into it. I don't know. It's weird. And then, I mean, also, yeah, we are definitely in the rave culture. <laughs> we cannot say anything no, against it, but I don't really want to see not. myself in the rave culture. So right. we just try to bring something punky. And our influences actually are not in techno most of the time. It's yeah, just a four yeah. and four beat that makes us techno. The rest is like, the rest is punk and like avant-garde rap, like Dev Drips or something. I just yeah. wanted to say, if you would ask us if of our influence, it would not be... It would not be so much in the scene or yeah. in our own genre, but it's more what we listened to it in the last years. Mm. And yeah. What about it? It makes you like take a distance from it, the music. Ah, for me, I mean, I think what I really don't like about, especially in Germany and other places, it's okay. But in Germany, if you say they take it so seriously and they're like, techno is a revolution. And I'm like, no, it's really <laughs> not. It's like, <laughs> I mean, may- maybe some events, but like going to Berghain is not a revolution. They make millions of euros. Like, I'm not nothing against them, but it's not a revolution. It's like you're just being fucked, and that's it. And I don't know. I don't. I don't take it so seriously as as so many people take it. We're still part of it, of course. We go party. We met a lot of amazing people. People just went on partying. Yeah, we literally went on Sunday. It's amazing. Yeah, not that, but like I'm not. I'm not standing there and being like, "This is my life," and I'm making. I'm making a point right now. You're making identity. Not a point. It's not your identity. It's not my identity. I'm really yeah. not. Like I'm, I'm not gonna write techno in my bio, like yeah. in my <laughs> private bio. You know, it's just says techno, and I live for it. It's not my thing. <laughs> a- anyone can do it but probably yeah. not gonna like you <laughs> no joking <laughs> no not joking but yeah you're still ravers you party and like going to techno parties or any yeah. raves are uh, are something you have big interest in I think yeah. we we changed a bit from going to a certain club and going to specific parties so we have some collectives that are throwing to Florgasm, of yeah, course. Florgasm. It's amazing yeah, parties. like it's more like yeah. the collectives that are throwing really good parties at Berlin uh, in Berlin at the moment, with really nice artists and the approach of how they're doing the party is like really safe and really selective. And I think this is where you can really have a lot of fun. Yeah, and yeah. also really good music. And I think this is Do this you have where we see more each, uh, of each other than saying now we're going to this and this club. In what does way it does it differ, would you say, like, how they work? So I think they're really, first, really inclusive in where they are, like, all the collective in general, so... Like, who runs the party who is runs different, the party? yeah, then... Like the they're not they're not making money of queer parties, you know what some people exactly. do? Like, it's straight people throwing a queer party, they are actually the queer people that should throw the parties and know how this party should be. Yeah. So I don't know. So Making it's it a, a safe thing. space and in just the selection of who's on the door, like, um, for example, in, in, in Florigasm. So, yeah, I think it's a different experience in, than in other clubs. They're more profit-driven because the selection is just different. And I think it's it's nothing bad because we also want to make money, as we said before, but... I think when but we are privately exactly <laughs> <laughs> when we go partying there, it, I think we feel more comfortable. Yeah, 
Yeah, those are the points. <laughs> but I mean, we will still go to Bergen forever. Of course. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. It's just it's a few things about the the rave culture that kind of had us that that we didn't really like so much in the last time. I think it's also terribly unstylish. It's like techno the techno scene is super unstylish. I just I just don't feel comfortable sitting there in your Balenciaga <laughs> exactly <laughs> eat the rich <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, love it yeah yeah <laughs> it's uh, but it's also something that it feels like you are maybe people who get fed up with things a little bit quicker I don't know Uh-huh. Like done it, tried it, next thing. Or yeah, that's. I think that's what we're on now. Actually, like mm. I think we're. It's it's still it's always gonna be rooted in like, in in the essence of techno in the end. So we will always make like danceable music. Mm. But I mean, it's so far away already that you shouldn't really call it that anymore. It's, it's not, like but we definitely take influences, yeah. especially like from the early, early hardcore music, and we have of, co- of course a lot of influences from. From music in the past. Hard style a lot, yeah. Hard style, like, of course, like, we want to do danceable music, but then in our own approach. But it's gonna change, it's definitely gonna, I think it's gonna change I think the new album, it's gonna (laughs) be put more avant-garde, and also our vocals or the lyrics, also less... More poppy as well. Poppy, but in the lyrics, (laughs) more avant-garde and more, yeah, dada, Mm -hmm. (laughs) more... Also, a bit more violent and aggressive. Like we we had some some lyrics we didn't want to to say before, but now we're gonna definitely do the songs <laughs> because we feel more comfortable. We're more self uh, confident yeah. now. Mm. Course, yeah. So I think there's gonna be. Can you say one uh, or something? I, I, it's all in German, actually. Yeah. It's really like German, and it's re- it's really that how it is. Dada, like one sentence wouldn't make sense. <laughs> Like it just doesn't oh, okay. make sense. But if you translate it, it doesn't it's, work. It's like a song, for example, that we're gonna probably gonna call "Violence, Violence," and it's just like, it's kind of like a, you know, a call for violence a little bit. It's a very, it's a very dark song. So this is like something extreme that we wouldn't do before, that we are finally feeling, like the power to do. Actually, it's what we always wanted to do. We like rewrote lyrics before that were pretty extreme. Like Satan was a da- baby boomer was more extreme in the beginning. And yeah. then we kind of toned it down a little bit because we were afraid that people like would be angry. But now we're not afraid anymore. I would say. Okay, where is it heading? Like, what do you want? What <laughs> do you want with the music? <laughs> <laughs> it's just gonna be super offensive. Yeah. No. no, no, no. It's still. I think what it is now with like, let's say, "Good Girl" or something. It's not. It's it's a very clear song, and I think it's important because it's a feminist hardstyle song. But it's gonna be, it's not gonna be as direct anymore in this. Like you know, it's just like one agenda. You can easily say I support it. It's just gonna be like all over the place, aggressive and like something to think about it a little bit. Mm. Not the deepest, but yeah, <laughs> not easy consumable. No, as, as yeah. I mean, I think our music is easy consumable. Everyone, a lot of people disagree, especially like like. Parents, or <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's, it's another they, era for sure. I mean, yeah, yeah. It's always like when friends of my parents, or anyone says like when they heard of it, it's like it's, the first thing is always it's not my music, <laughs> but I'm happy <laughs> for you. Yeah, yeah. My yeah. father started to like it though. Yeah, your like, father likes it. My father oh. likes it a little bit though. Yeah, he didn't good. like so much our hair set. He said, ah, 
could really see that you're still beginners. And then we had the I boiler room. He was like, Whoa. I really like that. And yeah. it's really good music. <laughs> Very tough critique. <laughs> like, I like you're, it. You're yeah, they're really honest, both of them. So mm. <laughs> if they don't like something, they just say it. <laughs> so yeah. actually, it was a big compliment that they liked it. Exactly. The then you, you know you can trust their opinion. Yeah. Yeah, yeah it's not so, yeah. Mm. But uh, do you feel that music can change uh like because it 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 can be very political right that's what you're also talking a lot about yeah. but do you feel that your music maybe it's very self-aware but <laughs> like do you feel that your music can change uh people's opinion or move some bricks in the society or is that a goal or not really i, I mean like in in terms of changing someone's opinion, that has to be like really, like that that maybe <laughs> that was something you know because heavy. like yeah mm, I yeah. think that's also a bad thing sometimes because people most people who are gonna listen to us I think they probably already share the opinions that we have I mean it's not a bad thing but I I cannot see a, like a terrible sexist listen to good girl and be like oh wait I was <laughs> wrong the whole time <laughs> or like cops people, listening though. to no sexist cops wait. It's true. Fuck me. What the fuck? But was there I not even uh, uh, in the comments once a police? No, they always man <laughs> officer. I don't that know. Said, yeah, I am a policeman, but I really like the lyrics. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> but true, he yeah. still stayed a policeman, so he didn't change his. But they could also be propaganda for cops. Yeah, of course. <laughs> <laughs> no, yeah. but I think this is not the main agenda. But no. of course, if it's some people that get influenced by it of course it's a nice side effect yeah i would not I mean, deny that right it's definitely young we have a uh, good like we have a lot of young people that listen to us apparently like we what we looked through tiktok a yeah. little bit which we don't get yet but it's like we saw <laughs> like even started. like what mm-hmm. what seems like 14 year olds or something being in their childhood rooms and listening to no sex with cops and i think that's that's, that's a nice. good thing of course it's like you can have worse people to look up to than us i guess yeah i think this is the main like we have really a young audience and a lot of female young audience so i think it's always good to be a good example definitely yeah (laughs) and i mean yeah i mean music is definitely political yeah and it's what you said you like you like rap but then you are today even muting them when they sing that it shows something about it for sure uh but if you look forward, like now you are still you are still studying photography, you are still working film, yeah. film sorry, yeah, film. No worries. Uh, <laughs> and you're still working with shoes. Yeah. And yeah, it has been very uncertain times and everything. But if you look forward, what is something that you are like longing for or dreaming about? Or even looking forward to? I mean looking forward is obviously I'm I'm gonna finish my studies finally i'm <laughs> fucking hated it's horrible <laughs> and, i mean i love film but i hate the studies so mm. is I'm it a bad no, school I'm, yeah it's a horrible school <laughs> i can actually <laughs> drop the name fuck you srh i fucking hate you <laughs> why i mean maybe just aired oh when you aired i'm done so yeah fuck you srh you're the worst Teachers are bad or like no, it's just terrible organization. Terrible, Mm. like we didn't even fucking do one fucking film or anything. Like nothing. It was just like I mean, it was Corona to be fair, but come on, make an effort. 
it was very it was it was very disheartening and mm. like it put me away a little bit from this thing so i'm really happy this works out not not our relationship i'm happy about that too but like our project works out as well <laughs> you know because I, i'm just yeah. happy i'm looking forward to finish that and just totally focus on it i'm not gonna do anything else for the next hopefully for the next years because now it's working really well so i'm just gonna focus completely on that and then i think we can have more we can have better even better music i can i can finally go more into analog producing again and yeah, stuff i think and then you are gonna quit your job as well so <laughs> <laughs> yeah i yeah. think what you said it was still with an uncertain time so of course i was still a bit cautious but think it's going to a direction where we can really just focus on that and i think it just started our journey so yeah i think we're just at the beginning i think there's bigger things to come yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but do you have a picture of work life because it feels like you're very unpretentious firstly and going your own way and have a have a like good sense of of what you want to do and have released all the the outside view on yourselves um and we talked a bit about the like your way of like spending quality time with each other and not being on tour all the time what's your view on like work-life balance i think for me it's still horrible yeah <laughs> having i mean i still work in fashion as that and um then on the on the weekends we're traveling even if we don't take so many shows of course it's super exhausting yeah and sometimes we also want to go out see friends so it's not really um, yeah oh, it's, it's just chaos <laughs> it's, it's crazy. chaos and not really like having an agenda like what what when mm. but um yeah i hope this gonna change next year when we when we figure out a little bit more how the touring is going we we said we want to go more into touring and then it's maybe more one or concerts, two yeah, concerts like touring concert like tours. one or two months like working full straight and then maybe one month chilling or producing to be a bit more or to plan more the, the year ahead yeah we missed like all of I our friends that, birthdays this yeah, year because we didn't really plan ahead up. it was like we just like planned everything yeah not not planning everything but like we just said yes to shows and it's like oh it's our best friends uh yeah, 30th we lost birthday the most oh, important nice. moments of yeah the things that you should be here and you should not miss so yeah this was a bit All right. Okay, this is like the last question before we go to the subscribers, patrons only. Mm -hmm. And then we do the <laughs> game. But um, if there's any artist you'd like to collaborate with? I would say uh, Amy Lente Sniffers. Mm -hmm. It's a um, new Australian punk band. And the singer Amy Taylor is just insane. Like her energy. She's like, I think the best punk singer I've ever heard, I think. <laughs> Just yeah. like the power and her energy and how she pronounces and says words is so insane. She would be insane. And then, mm. I mean, there's a lot of, there's a few things that are reachable now that we won't say yet. Yeah. But it's like German artists that we also really like that are yeah. kind of big as well. So, but so we cannot say that yet because that is actually maybe going to happen. <laughs> yeah, but yeah, no yeah. one within the electronic music scene, really, or techno not scene. So like, no. more so. Because I'm producing. I don't want another producer. Yeah, yeah. Thing, you don't you know? need it. Yeah. <laughs> okay. no, that would be annoying to work with another producer. Yeah. But I mean, she's. Uh, the, the, the genre is still a bit ravey pop. You mean from uh -huh. the, the new record or yeah. anything? Yeah, yeah, of course, yeah. So, it also. It's no, not 100% our music, but it also really fits, and I think it could be a bit a match. 
Mm. Oh yeah, it's gonna be. Oh no, we have also like, I mean the, <laughs> the whole Atarashi Gako. I think I hope I said that right. It's like this. Yeah. Um, I think uh, four girls from are they from from Tokyo? Are they? I'm not sure right now. I also not sure if they. Yeah, are so from we just Seoul? take it out. We yeah. need to more. We need more information. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah, but yeah. it's like two two punk uh, for for punk. Sometimes punk, punk sometimes rap. Like yeah, they do everything. Really They're cool, amazing. Yeah. And I think that could be a really good viral thing if yeah. we if we connect more to uh, to an Asian market as and well. And we also like, nice like oh, that. that's really cool. Yeah. Yeah. Ay, really exciting. <laughs> yeah, that's super exciting. Wow. Okay, it's gonna be so exciting to hear where you're going because I mean, Brutalismus three thousand hit like a brick, like it blew up. It's really it's really crazy. You started just before the pandemic, and it's been like. What three years? Two, Not even yeah, yeah. Two, two years. Two, yeah, right. Yeah, max a little bit two more. Y- yeah, like shows we're playing since one year, like yeah. July first last wow. year, and the first EP dropped right when the pers- pandemic started. Yeah, so in April. It, April yeah. two years ago. Oh, yeah. <laughs> crazy! Yeah, okay. So let's get into the the Patreon part where we're gonna hear some tips because I mean. It's crazy how how you manage all this. It's super impressive. <laughs> and yeah. Now we have come to the part of the podcast where if you're a patron, you'll get the insights of how Brutalismus grew so quickly according to themselves and some tips for you musicians who are looking to make it. If you like what you're listening to and want the extra material, go to patreon.com slash playful magazine. And thank you so much for your support. So now we're having the we're coming to the part. We're going back in. We're moving back into the normal interview again. For the normal people. For the normal <laughs> people who don't want to pay extra. No, but yeah. yeah. <laughs> but uh, no, the other thing is all it's also gonna be in the written mm-hmm. interview. Uh, anyways. Um, so we have this one thing that is who, when we have two guests, who's more likely to? So it's inspired by the weddings. When you have one shoe of each and you hold it up like, one who's the person? The two beer and exactly. One yeah, you look the same. So we're not going to need any shoes. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Thankfully, we can hear the difference of your voices. Can we off the record get another beer? <laughs> me, yes, just sir. me, you have. right? Do we have more beers? <laughs> That's the one tip. You have to drink a lot of beer. We're back. Yeah, exactly. That's the tip from you. The insider tip. All right. Who's most likely to go all in on a conspiracy theory? Yeah, I think it's me. Yes, for sure. I love how I was like too afraid to say it before you would say it, but yeah, Yeah. for sure. Yeah? All right. Nothing offensive, but... Yeah, I I'm really like really 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 strict on conspiracy and I on, on like the things. I, I just I'm just like very rational. <laughs> yeah, what's something yeah. you? Is there anything you? I don't know. I used like when I was going back from partying back in the days, I was watching like all this alien conspiracy series. Oh, I love Area that 51. too. Yeah. I mean, I didn't believe any everything anything <laughs> everything, but um, yeah, it quite interests me. Like. This opinion yes, about space. people and how deep they can dig in improving their opinion. I think this is also... But I- yeah. Improving? P- 
Proving. Proving. Okay. Proving. Ah, yeah. Mm. And yeah, and some of them also make sense. <laughs> I would say. Yeah. I mean, there's some a there's a few are. things that like happened in life that were mm. hardcore conspiracy the- theories, and then they just turn out to be true, like Proving very terrible, ones. terrible like things. CIA, CIA like uh, crack into yeah. like black neighborhoods. It's insane. Like, like this is a true thing that was a conspiracy theory, and it just happened to like, not happen to be true. Turned out to be true. Yeah. So true. not not everything is wrong, but. It's a very thin line in conspiracy theories <laughs> to not go into very, very offensive. Exactly. <laughs> so I'm just like, trying to, to be rational. And space is huge and so is many things. Okay. <laughs> That's weird. Um, okay. Be, <laughs> uh, be strict about bedtime or keeping to a certain food schedule. No, we're both not. I would yeah, say. neither. Neither, no, no. no one. Okay. Not at all. We no. should be a little bit more, but no, we are very often like lazy, unorganized people in yeah. a lot of things. <laughs> we eat whenever and go to Just bed whenever, and, yeah. it's, it's, that's and it's where normally the time the eat in bed, <laughs> order in bed, room is a mess, everything. <laughs> yeah, that's how it has to be. <laughs> <laughs> all right, creative cows. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> get. Sterile without telling the other person. Oof. <laughs> Getting what? Is that is that like not not sterilized to get uh, sterilized? Children? That would be a tough thing. <laughs> <laughs> I think that would never happen between us t- yeah. to not I tell mean, the other. Yeah. No, I think I could really never. I could never. Th- I could never think you would do it. So I just have to say I would do it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm down. I'm down. I will do it. No, I'm joking. <laughs> no one. There's no one. No one, yeah. Yeah. There's not an answer. <laughs> All <laughs> right. Really, I, I love how hardcore the question gets. <laughs> <laughs> it's just the third one. Let's yeah. wait. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. And to storm off the stage because of a terrible sound engineer. It's both. Yeah, and me. You sure. more, yeah. Because the, the more problems <laughs> are with the vocals. Yeah. All the time. Like the it's vocals really are the problems. And you, really you are the. Yeah, you would be more. I would More just teams. yeah we 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 played one show some months ago and we said if the sound is really bad we just stop the music and start a riot. We start a riot, true, yeah. <laughs> and Did then it I happen? crack my neck no. while saying it. <laughs> no, but no, no, we no. They had like a, a limiter on it. Apparently, we heard it from a, an event before at the same venue that there's like a limiter and every time there's like a, a drop coming before the drop it's really loud because there's no bass and then when the bass hits it would get really quiet and we said that's basically like the main moments and i said if that is on we're not gonna play and we're like go on stage and like scream at the organizers to to put off the limiters so with that uh threat they put it off from the beginning <laughs> so okay okay, that was okay. <laughs> yeah. Fuck the you neighbors. tried it out yeah. you know how to work the stage yeah. Yeah. engineers <laughs> <laughs> um read poems out loud Oh, I was going to say the different. The no. I thought it was yeah, you. Yeah, I'm you. probably more. Yeah, yeah. 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 I'm always yeah. trying to show my lyrics. <laughs> or no, you mean po- like a poem from anyone? Yeah, right? yeah. From anyone. Yeah. It's me. It's, it's, it's Theo, yeah. yeah. I would say. Like, mm-hmm. we had this, like, Ellen like Ginsberg uh, like uh, face when we were on vacation in, in Spain. And, and I, I would, I would like read this. the poems. Mm. It's, a, it's a little bit, like, <laughs> pretentious, reading. but it's lovely. 
lovely. It is lovely, and yeah. especially in closed doors, it feels more. Yeah. It's nice. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I'm not gonna go to a party oh, exactly. and read like a poem. It's like, okay, do something. We'll start poetry. Intellectual for once, <laughs> yeah. you idiots. No, but for example, two weeks ago we <laughs> went to a cocktail bar and I, I had a book on me and I, s I asked him if I want to take it and it was just interviews from from punk punk yeah. uh, punk DJs. I wanted to say punk, <laughs> punk artists in the 70s and we just read. Yeah, I just mm. read him a few of the interview interview comments and. Yeah. Also nice. I But think nice. him, yeah. <laughs> I think also this is a great way to like kick your creativities in, mm -hmm. in, a lot. in ways. We were really inspired by that, especially it was like Gabi Delgado from Duff. Yeah. Uh talking about like like his aesthetic visions and everything and that, that was really inspiring, especially for our new work. Yeah, that's uh, true. Mm -hmm. <laughs> to move into the woods and become the Yuna Bomber. <laughs> <laughs> I mean the Yuna Bomber thing I would do. <laughs> but, but the not woods, move no. into the I'm woods. Not, I'm not gonna be yeah. a fucking hippie. <laughs> yeah, that's I'm a true. I'd rather be a bomber than a hippie. Me too. <laughs> Maybe not so hard. Okay, but that's Theo more or I yeah, think. the the unibomber thing definitely. Mm. Okay, <laughs> but to the moving into the woods. No one. Not no, no one. It's okay, like so yeah. out of the question. Like <laughs> anything like bare, barefoot walking around in the woods and be Sitting like close on the to floor nature without shoes. Come on. No, I'm never gonna be close to nature. Fuck that. <laughs> <laughs> okay, to buy a sports car. Me. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. True. Yeah. Yes. I, I mean, I don't even have a license, so it would I showed them already a few cars, so. But it's gonna be like more like. Like some old cars, like Dodge Challenger, Dodge Charger, or like what was it, Parisienne. Pontiac, Pontiac Parisienne. And it was like, okay, I want to drive. But also, I would like love this. a car that the door opens like this. And I can just. The Back to the Future car. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, the yeah I, I think Vicky, Vicky is the answer. She <laughs> loves cars, and I don't give a fuck. I about would cars. give him a ride because I'm the one with the license. So I would just open the door for him and take him on a ride. Yeah. That would be cool. Would be I nice. mean, if, if we have a really <laughs> fancy car, I would maybe Enter make, the like, car. <laughs> do, do a license at yeah. one point because. Then would be stupid, but now there's really no reason to do it. Yeah, <laughs> without a <anywhere>. cool car. <laughs> no. <laughs> no, but like in Berlin, there's no reason to have a car. Like, no, yeah. no. Oh we well, take a I'm like, no, <laughs> not at all. <laughs> do you have one? <laughs> yeah, no shade. But my my, I I blame my dog. She really doesn't. She has a lot of traumas. Oh, no. <laughs> no. Yeah, she seems really anxious. It's so oh, cute. <laughs> Look at this. I'm saying she seems anxious in her face. Oh, no. yeah. <laughs> oh, she has more girl. followers than us, the dogs. So. Yeah. A lot. A lot. A more. lot. More. <laughs> On TikTok, at least. Yeah. Anyway. Um, oh, yeah. To, to uh, zoom out of a conversation, but still answer as if you heard it. It's <laughs> very easy. That's yeah. my total ADHD. I do, but I mean, I'm not He so good like at the answering as yeah. I heard it. I'm just, I yeah. just get quiet when I don't listen. I'm no, like, you just say, yeah. Uh, uh, uh. Also, even, if he doesn't like something, it's like, like yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, yeah, I, zoom, I zoom out out of out of everything and mm. in so many situations, it, it's really hard to keep me interested and stuff because I'm just gonna be like, we made it. Yeah. I mean, oh. yeah. Okay, anyways, uh, <laughs> moving on. <laughs> you did it, yeah. <laughs> Do not lose interest and to hear Theo say, like, oh, well. Okay, yeah. anyways, yeah. <laughs> get thrown out of the club. Yeah, that's me. <laughs> I would say. I mean... 
I was already can thrown we, out of the club. True. But can we count uh, trying to sneak your way into the club? And then I was thrown out really aggressively the last time at 1st of May. Oh, yeah. When there was like this big, huge bouncer. And I don't know why, but I didn't want to pay. And I tried to sneak in like four times. I don't know why, but I didn't want to pay. <laughs> <laughs> and then he was like carrying me out like We're this. We're not and famous yet. <laughs> was like, don't try it again. And I was like, look at you. I'm obviously not going to try it again. You're like 20 times my size. So I didn't try again, obviously. I didn't want to get beat up. But yeah, you would be more, more thrown likely out, to yeah. thrown out. Yeah. You're more, you're more, when we are partying, you're more punk than I am. I think like you always want to do some shit that would get us thrown out and like please we just got here. <laughs> so can I climb on this and destroy this? And then it's like <laughs> yeah, no. Oh, okay. Uh, quit, uh, quit producing and start a practitioner with the shaman. Oof, oh, no one. Neither. No. Neither. That's the same, <laughs> no same as living in the woods. No, that's <laughs> never. Curse. Okay. Never. No one is likely in like no, no situation ever in no. the world in the universe. With any any possible no multiverse thing, no would one would do work. this of us. <laughs> no, we yeah. would probably first. I would kill literally, ourselves. yeah, I would literally <laughs> rather do this. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. To forget the other person's birthday. Me, I would say. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I yeah, I'm, I'm bad at that. But like, I never forgot your birthday. But because I mentioned okay. I want to do something in three days, and it's like, what is in three days? <laughs> I'm joking. <laughs> No, but oh. I do forget. I don't even know my parents' birthday. <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah. I always get by either part, either like my mother reminds me that it's my father's birthday mm. in two weeks or, or the other way around. So I can always get presents. Yeah. Anything. For me, it's my sister. She always writes me yeah. that it's soon a new birthday approaching and if we should buy a present. Yeah. But you're definitely more, you remember that more than I do. All right. <laughs> to stay at the club for three days straight. Both, but more you, I yeah. would say. Yeah. You stay a little bit longer sometimes? No, we, stayed, we, we always arrange ourselves and go together. We go together most of the time, but like, it's weird. Like sometimes, especially like after all things, I'm more energetic. Yeah. If it's like just the people and in a room and I'm like, I'm really a, an entertainer a lot. Like, yeah. so I, I drive, <laughs> I really drive, uh, thrive from that. Like, yeah, that's true. Just like be be the guy that everyone looks at and like <laughs> dance, <laughs> do stupid stuff. Yeah. Uh, but like clubbing or anything, no. It's like it's enough after a day. <laughs> oh, guys, thank you so much. Thank that was you super too. nice. Yeah, it was really chill. <laughs> so lovely. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. 
Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. If you're looking for plump lips that last, you need to know about Juvederm Lip Fillers. With Juvederm Volbella XC and Juvederm Ultra XC, your lip look, whether it's subtle or bold, can last up to one full year with optimal treatment and no additional maintenance. Find a licensed specialist and see if it's right for you at Juvederm.com today. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Add fullness to lips in adults over 21 with Juvederm Volbella XC or Juvederm Ultra XC. Do not use if you have severe allergies or a history of severe allergic reactions, or if you're allergic to lidocaine or the proteins used in Juvederm. Tell your doctor if you have a history of scarring or taking medicines that decrease the body's immune response or that can prolong bleeding. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. As with all fillers, there's a rare risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. For full important safety information, visit juviderm.com.